So if I could touch on Tony D's rock win one more time, that, I, think that was the race. I think that was the race that he turned expert with that intermediate rock. lot of hostility coming all from right, Tony. Right. There's all a right, lot, lot of live, hostility and, and a lot of shadows on Tony's face. Live, because I'm shady. Ask Man, did anyone. You, did you even go to Grands? Is that a fresh ODI? <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> you know what? I was, uh, who, who was I talking to? Oh, Cody. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I don't, fuck. it doesn't even matter who I was talking to. But anyway, long story. I was, I was like, this is the first year I went to the Grands and not got sick. And then, and then I was like, but mind you, I was there for probably about 47 minutes total, like yeah, at the venue, on Saturday you know, morning. And, like that's but, yeah. And, and Cody, and Cody's <laughs> like, and Cody's like, no, man, you were there for a bit, you know, or maybe it was Scott or whatever, but I did shake a lot of hands and I didn't get sick. So I didn't, and I didn't have to do any wimpy IV chain treatment that bloated me and all this other stuff. Oh my God! No, I only did it once. Oh Jesus! Uh, we have records. You didn't. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, why you're so yeah. bloated. I asked about his wedding ring. He's like, my wedding ring can't even fit anymore, guys. My, it's cutting off my, my circulation. Uh, my <laughs> other IV was whiskey, and the reason Tony didn't get sick because he didn't work. He was oh. he was sitting up here. There <laughs> 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 so. we go. There we go. I got proof. I'll show you, I'll show you my shoes. Hey, you left your box of Cheez Its up here, dude. So. I know. Extra toasty, too. They're the good ones. He was, he, was doing, he was doing Thanksgiving dinner check in. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. VIP check in. Quality assurance on the taco bar. See if he, dude, I got one sure no taco. One that was good, too. Who? Kudos to whoever ordered that, by the way. Okay. <laughs> Justin, this is your baby. Go, please. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. Go for Coming it. Coming Recap me. Tulsa, California, Phoenix, the United, you know, Executive Lounge with Kyle. Mm -hmm. Very proud it's United. Um, little family episode to talk about grants, talk about, you know, everything that's gone down this season and then into into next season, um, into 2023. So we got boss man, Shane Fernandez, at the helm. From your perspective, how'd – How'd Grands Week go with the headquarters, with Grands itself, meeting everybody, shaking hands, kissing babies, like Tony says? Aside was, from your, aside from your VIP, you know, yeah, treatment. <laughs> no, it was, you know, it's amazing just from the team's perspective from two counts. It was the first year we had the headquarters and Expo operating simultaneously, right? So um, I'm preaching to the choir because this team knows exactly what I'm talking about. But, you know, from... From the, the external visitor perspective, you know, the headquarters had live events going on the week before the Arizona racing team even showed up, right? So we had the track builders out there setting up the track. That that was expo efforts. But then that week we had the rise uh, graduation. So we had the Today Show out here on that Tuesday. We had 70 CEOs out here on Thursday at the HQ um, the Arizona racing, the ops team shows up on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So it was grands this year for us was, you know, a full two weeks of mayhem and goodness. Right. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then a lot of, a lot of the flights got messed up on the way back. So we had team members here um, through Wednesday following. So uh, no, it was amazing. Um, I think it really hit home for everybody on, I'm losing track of which days, but I think it was Tuesday night. Uh, so that was 
the Taco Tuesday, we had open practice. The line for Hardesty was out, out staging, out the gate, or almost around the block. Um, we had the Hall of Fame was, you know, full. We had a VIP deck with uh, Connor Fields on deck talking to all the kids and um, just amazing. I, I just, I think everybody was worn out. Uh, I, I think from the feedback I received, 100% of the people were, were blown away. Uh, and people were graceful. I mean, of course, we fumble the ball every year on stuff. You, we're human, but, you know, people were... Uh, we're, we're graceful about it and, and just very patient and excited. Yeah, we we showed up on on Tuesday for that open practice and like my jaw dropped as I was driving by. It was insane. Like I parked back around in our like private, you know, gated area because I, I couldn't find a parking spot that wasn't, you know, all the way on the other corner. I was like, this is this is gnarly. Um, and there was a there was a lot of pros there. Like I didn't expect that there was international dudes um, checking out the track. Nick Long was there to, you know, sling some shirts. He was doing a clinic while Connor was upstairs doing the taco dinner. I mean, it was, it was sweet to see um, Tony as, as Connor's personal assistant and handler for the entire week. Uh, how do you think it went? That just going to that point about the practice line wrapping around the building. I remember I'd been upstairs for however many hours getting grilled by Shane on how horrible of a human being I am. And I walked outside for some fresh air and sanity break. And I saw that line. I was like, Holy crap. And me being stupid. I'm like, why is everyone waiting in line? Like, you know, I just, I couldn't process like there's that many people. And I think it ended up being, I don't know if we want the numbers to go out, but there's like over 500 riders yeah. or something, right. <clears throat> just for practice. Like okay. I, I heard that. And then, you know, which, which then turned into a successful, you know, Taco Tuesday thing. And then Shane and Connor, um, you know, not blowing smoke up, you know, any one of their tushies, but that, uh, that sort of like camaraderie and rhetoric that was going back and forth mixed with some seriousness. And, and I, you know, again, I think Connor's really good at, at talking and, and uh, getting to the point, but uh, he's also very witty. So that was, that was really good. And so that was a success. Um, no, I, I, you know, I think again, like Shane said, I think we fumbled the ball a little bit. It was a first year deal with this Connor deal, but, um, the numbers plus the kids having fun, plus the talk with Tuesday, plus just the general vibe of that building in itself, I think was the number one thing. Like people were walking around stressed out, but people were laughing. Scott's downstairs slinging shirts, you know, people are buying freestyle stuff selfishly. Um, you know, and all this, it was just such a rad vibe. I thought like, and to the point I even said, Shane, like next year, dude, we need to make this like, like the party, like this needs to be like the grand's party at HQ and have a fun little DJ and stuff like that. So hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully we can do something fun, but I, I thought it was a success, success, man. It was certainly a highlight of my week. Well, I, I had, I had two things to add to, to that particular day. Um, well, A, one, I thought it was weird that Tony was someone's handler because he usually needs a handler. So, um, so. <laughs> there was, I was there like, was, wow, <laughs> Tony's handling somebody? Victoria's Secret <laughs> models were unfortunately busy <laughs> that week. I was like, Tony needs a handler to get places. How's he going to get Connor? Yeah. So, <laughs> and um, I just wanted to point out that also um, on that same night that all that was just going on that you guys just talked about 
there was a 51 moto race going on at sand springs at that yeah. same time yeah and that wow. that's that's insane you know so pretty loud of bmx you know and then obviously everybody you know back to the you know ex expo square side or sage net stage net um you know that was set up day for everybody else you know monday was all that so that was crazy over there and then you just heard people go yeah we're going you know we're going over there you know check out the track and you know there's a lot of a lot of buzz a lot of hype you know heard lots of you know throughout the weekend you know what amazing place it is and you know the hall of fame you know, everyone was like it's way bigger than i thought and you know just you know just you know pitchers don't do it justice you know just lots of lots of that so which is good I got a lot of good community feedback too, Justin. <clears throat> so the gathering place reached out and obviously they were blown away with our, you know, when we switched to this different schedule, people have more free time, right? So the pump tracks um, were, <laughs> so the gathering place was about active. that. That's oh, huge. It was insane. I went down there with Connor and I had an offsite meeting. I went down there and, and uh, it was number plates everywhere. <laughs> I mean, Hundreds of BMXs, which was awesome. Right. I second so that on the Thursday, Thursday or or Friday, I went and met Boston Dave down there, and it was crazy. You know, I just and I was taking photos everywhere, going, "This is insane." It's just, <clears> and you know, they're having fun, and everyone's wearing their full face helmets, and you know, which they should anyway. But you know, it was it was awesome. It was so it was good, so great to see. So yeah, lots of good feedback from the community as well. Um, just you know. A lot of interest of parents saying, hey, we need to swing by because they, they saw our riders at a gathering place and then plus feedback from the, the racers and the, and the sponsors, too. Yeah, well, back to the back to the SageNet Center, another record year, whether we you know expected it or not. Um, race champions had 821 motos. Grands had 957 motos. Um, altogether, the weekend had 3,734 riders participating so Dude, that is I mean, so many so many i mean shannon you have a, a photo of one of the first grands i was at that building where it's just like open space in the middle now to where you're like jamming in you know 10 by 10s anywhere you can find them a spot for them you know what's yeah, that yeah what's wow. that that's hilarious for you who's seen that i mean what what does that feel like man uh it's yeah it's like every year i just i just you know, I remember back in those days, you know, talking with BA going, man, you know, we could we could build this into a, like an expo or, you know, <clears throat> quote unquote, you know, BMX Interbike. Because, you know, when we used to go to that stuff, it was like BMX was always the afterthought and that stuff. And like, let's make it the main focus, you know, and and that's what ended up happening to where almost like you know, towards the end there, Interbike was calling us going, hey, how do we, you know, how do we get like you guys have at the Grands? I'm like, well, we, you know, we tried to talk to you guys a lot, you know, and uh, I don't know, we've been building this for a lot of years and it's, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like the place to be. We had lots of, uh, you know, we had brands there. We had brand owners that hadn't been there, like, you know, the guy that owns, you know, Mabo and the guys that own inspire and you know they you know frenchie's distribution a lot of distributors are there a lot of brands are there and uh, you know talk talking with some of those brands they were like man next year we need we need to do a bigger booth like a real booth instead of a couple tents with a couple bikes and frame you know similar i talked to like the mabo guy in particular 
um, talking with him, he was, you know, they were just saying, you know, I saw what they did at the Worlds, which is closer, but they were just blown away at how, you know, Laura Smulder's dad, Frank, he was just like, wow. He's all, first thing he says, he goes, big, huh? He goes, wow. And he goes, you know, basically alluding to this is much bigger than the world's. And I said, yeah, you know, it, it, it is, you know, it's, it's the biggest, you know, BMX race in the world, you know, every year, hands down, you know, no, no question. And I, I always just say everybody who is anybody is there. And if, you know, if they're not, they should be. But the problem we have is the bill. I can't make the building any bigger <laughs> unless we, unless we uh, add a second, like, you know, second story would be like super VIP area or something, you know, where you get to go up there and, you know, you yeah, we're, we're have to, we'll have to get creative. Cause I think, <clears throat> I think this is going to keep growing. There's some opportunity, I think with our HQ as well. I just haven't, you just haven't figured out what that is yet. You got to build the, the bridge, Shane. Don't be so, <laughs> yeah. don't be so lazy. Build the sky bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, BA was talking about, some funny dreams he had and you know uh after this year and I was like well I said I kind of like my dream better you know and he, he he's all laughing because I was like how do we make it where you know the rock when we do stuff at the HQ the week up you know the rocks this weekend then we have you know the expo area set up and then we go into the grands the next weekend I go, how do we just make it a huge festival you know, how do we how do we do that you know so I don't know because I mean the rock has gotten so big I mean like when Tony and I were doing it we're like sweet it's like 289 motos this will be sweet you know the rock you know and I won by the way in case anyone wants to know and I have to play yeah. you're an idiot you won yeah. Tony won Tony Open. won 289 motos not not 820 I think it was, I think it was 374 if I can remember correctly <laughs> coming from the freestyle world I thought we were talking about Dwayne Johnson yeah, yeah, The Rock. Yeah, that's yeah. that's true. He's got he's way more popular than us twenty years ago. That's Kyle, you were Kyle, you were sl you were slammed at the Grands. How how, yeah. how was your how was your experience? This was kind of my first real one. I feel like I popped in for a day last year because Shane and Tony wanted me to see it, and it is overwhelming in a good way. It's really cool to see so many BMX riders gathered in one place. And when I try to explain it to freestyle people, I'm kind of like, you kind of got to go see it because it's so massive. And the only thing I can really compare it to. It's almost like a feast Montpelier because they have like oceans of people there. But the big difference here is they're all taking part. People over there are just kind of hanging out and watching a festival and whatnot. These are actual bike riders taking part in the event. So it's it's really something that no matter what type of, of cycling you're into, you should come and you should take it in. And internally, we should absolutely have some uh, freestyle stuff there, which is, you know, let's make this building bigger. Hey. So, 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 sorry for taking up some of that expo space, Shannon. Next. <laughs> hey you got hey i didn't i didn't use the one ramp side can you guys just use that just <clears throat> you know i saw that i saw that in the uh the the there, there's a blessing and a curse being an architect right i was actually looking at that shannon going ah we can we can figure out something there Shane's like that's real ramp. <laughs> he's like a little scaffolding yeah big, big <laughs> yeah yeah hit. And a lot like of insurance waivers. Like yeah, a, that'll be good. Be like a loopy loop at the bottom or something. Yeah. yeah. Did it, did anyone hear Justin's comment? Because I think that's probably the most accurate one. Nah, you know, every time I come up with an idea, oh, your insurance, you know, yeah, yeah, figure it out. The the downers, the downers. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's a good. I, that's funny you said that, Kyle, and it's rad to kind of hear 
because I think you're right. It's like you do have to experience it, right, to fully understand it. I was going to say, it's funny that um, I believe Shannon brought up the interbike comparison too. I was walking through the pits. I hadn't felt like I was in that world since interbike. And interbike died four or five years ago, and the last one or two were kind of not real interbikes, if you will, to where like just – there's there's so much going on and so much to take in. It's a cool place to see new products. It's a cool place to meet other riders. It's just a kind of a destination. Pulse is a cool city. You have a good time. Like I, I feel like I'm selling it to four people that have spent way more time there than I have. So I'll just be quiet on that. But uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll pause lives and uh, and I got to have dinner with Gary Ellis. That was cool. Oh right. shoot, that's right. <clears throat> wow. Hey Kyle, the other the other perspective Kyle had too though was uh, you know as part of Grands outside of. You know, we, we always we, we've got such a, a big following with our, our seasoned racers is we had, you know, three newbie racers through the rise program that came through. So Kyle was kind of, you know, focused on covering that and just making sure we had that documented from the rise program through our, our USA BMX foundation, which was amazing to watch. Right? <laughs> I was excited and so excited and so nervous for those kids. <laughs> it, it was and it was I felt like it was such a huge win because these riders you know just a few months ago in june some of them had never really ridden a bike they certainly hadn't ridden a bmx bike on a legitimate racetrack and they all completed the race nobody crashed one of them actually performed quite well like it was it was incredibly impressive what they were able to accomplish in such a short amount of time and just kind of doubles down on how cool this whole program is yeah, yeah. Well, yeah one yeah. of those kids did really well or something right didn't i missed it i was bummed but yeah one of those kids he made, did really he well made it. he he made it to semis and he was gonna make it out, and then he like slipped the pedal, like kind of towards the last turn or whatever. And well, you know what's crazy, Shannon is is his dad in the pits before the race. You know, he was wearing one of these big, like high top basketball yeah. shoes, right? Yeah. And his his dad was like, "Man, I, I think he needs some BMX specific shoes or something." And yeah. his his foot rolled off the pedal in, in the yeah. rhythm section. But yeah, in his in his uh, first race, he was actually first going into the last turn. You know, he just doesn't have the race craft. He went high and second place came in underneath him, right? So uh, that was exciting. It was exciting. And I think. And, 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 and this rider, he's only been on a bike for six months. And he, because he was one of the stanzas in the program, he got a brand new bike literally like a week before. So he really has never <laughs> trained on this bike. So it's like, hey, a high percent, some like really, really top end bikes for the top three guys. And which is awesome in the long run. But I mean, after for one week, like the dude got to probably pedal around in his front yard a couple of times and you're grand. Yeah. So. Were they like, like pro level, like mission 1.0s or something like custom yeah. built? Yeah, yeah, they were. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Like, I yeah. percent over a bunch of hyper and snafu and, and their brand parts. And then we filled them in with, um, with some help from full tilt bike co. Um, That's we awesome. built them here in, in the office and gave them to them. And then like a week later, they were on the grand. <laughs> Thank you, Justin. Kudos yeah. to you. I was going to say, are they Justin Wall signature built? Do they have the signature? <laughs> they, are. they are. They are not the wheels though. Those came pre-built. Thank <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think it was Solomon. You know, after his second round, didn't make it on. He's like, okay, I'm going to go do gates at Pro Game, and they all went over there and like did gates together, like a round of ten, like each. It was holy moly. It was sick. I mean, yeah, yeah. I talked to uh, I believe it was Solomon's dad because Solomon was crying because he didn't do well. And I was like, where is he? And his dad's like, he said he's going to go practice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he got bit. <laughs> Solomon got bit. He he's got bit now. by, he's got the fever. He's in it now, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Solomon's he dad. Was, he was, he was, uh, see at the track every week. He was obviously passionate about not making it, you know, take that for what you want, you know, and 
you know, his dad's like, well, what are you, you know, what are you going to do? And he goes, I'm, I'm going to go practice, you know? Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, I was like, that's awesome. That's it was amazing. amazing. It was hey, amazing. which one was Solomon? Is he the one who's going to be the president of the United States? Like the kid yep. that's smart? Re- okay. really well, really well. Spoken. Yeah. That kid yeah. is, he, he was the one feel... on the end of the video that says, yeah. where am I, where am I, what am I doing with yeah. my BMX bike? I'm yeah. going to go places. And for anyone listening, I, I don't <laughs> consider myself a smart person at all, but this kid was absolutely 10 times smarter than me. And he's what, absolutely 10, absolutely, which isn't that hard. Without a doubt, <laughs> maybe eleven, maybe eleven. God, he was just a genius. Okay, <laughs> what shirt are you wearing, Wally? What is that? Um, Bad Start Club. I don't know uh, what that is. Buddy from uh, Oregon, Trent Jones, Trent Lee oh. Jones. He oh. started his own brand. Shout out to him. He's the only. Hey, Tony. The only way that you get one, he watches Gates, and you know, if you get one, he's like, "Hey, dude, here you go." Okay. Well, my lower back says no on Gates. <laughs> i thought it said big a lot of yeah it does my tramp stamp eludes me that's my next <laughs> removal process so so if i could touch on tony d's rock win one more time that I think that, was the race. <laughs> I think that was the race that he turned expert with that intermediate rock win and then he <laughs> and don't try to play this it was open because that doesn't count either tony it was open, like, it was open. listen Back as, then there were seven dudes in open. It wasn't as, even Gork, rack. as as Gork as my witness and being the only person who was not included in the headshot for the magazine. That's so good. <laughs> for the for the listeners out there, how many? I, I don't even know. There's let's just say there's 120 classes or something. Uh, I don't even know how many there. Are. I should know that. But I, yeah, I was the only headshot not included, and it was literally my my claim to fame. So, yeah, so if anyone wants to know why my therapy bills are so high, it all started from that one incident back in 1989. I was like, I never got in the magazine. And then uh, we find a picture of him in the magazine and he's like crashing in the turn. Yep. <laughs> like, power wheeling out. And he's like, I'm like, you're right there. And he goes, yeah, crashing. Crashing. Morales is stepping on his head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah that's seriously. It's like, yeah, that's, that sums up my career. But I don't know, Justin. I don't know if you did you ever turn expert or you still enter yourself? Yeah. Beer oh. League 2125X. That's beer, beer league. Yeah. My claim to fame. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to be a, I'm, I'm going to be a total buzz killer. I'm going to be on an airplane. So you guys can talk about the cool stuff now. Enjoy first yeah. class. Go get your free drinks from the executive yeah. line. Right. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Thanks for no comment. No comment. Yeah, Thanks for joining us, wasted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if he's first class or if he is actually like so high in status that he flies the plane now. It's one or the other. He's in the jump seat. Yeah, he is. He's like, no, I'm jump seat status. He has the slippers that say Kyle on him when he gets yeah. in. Exactly. The robe. Yeah. yeah. Smoking jacket. Yeah. He. Yeah. Hugh Hefner, but of United. <laughs> um, going back to like the inner new inner bike esque um vibes of grands um shannon you probably know more than anyone because you helped set up all the all the setups and pits and everything um a lot of new products dropping at grants um yep i mean from hyper's new mission to tangent's new forks supercross has a new aluminum uh prototype that they were on they were displaying um bombshell has a full like new line of colorways i mean what were some of those things that you were stoked to see at grants um a lot of what you said but there's always it was cool to see like new brands there some brands that hadn't been in a long time you know like you know haro is there you know they hadn't been in a while you know um 
Yeah. SE was there. They hadn't been in a long time, you know, so it was cool to see some of those guys back, you know, and then a lot of the new, new stuff. Um, like a lot of the pits, you know, some of the teams, like I really like the, the wicked pit. I don't know if you saw what yeah. they did for all their riders and they made cool banners and, you know, it's, it's cool to see, you know, BMX sharks did the big shark mouth, you know, that was over the front of their thing. It's just cool to see, um, you know, everybody step it up and want to make their pit, you know, bigger and better and cooler and, you know, make people come over to see what they have going on. And, um, you know, there was a lot, you know, like I said, it was, you know, packed to the gills, like, like it is every year. And, um, you know, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know where we go from here, you know? <laughs> well, I can, I, it's funny and talking to my little rounds that I did. And I think that the common message was you're conspicuous by your absence now. Like before we always used to say that, but I think we said it because we were so passionate about it. Like you have to be here because we were on the inside and we saw it and we saw the fruits of the labor and, and what happens yeah. when you did, you know, me having been a vendor there before, like there's as a brand, there's no way you would not be there in my eyes, right? But you can only, but going back to Kyle's point, unless you're there and you experience it, you don't quite understand the impact it has on, on you as a racer, on you as a brand, on, you know, whatever. And I think that that's it now that, you know, for those that are listening, it, it, like, don't take our word for it, you know, talk to other people. But if you're not there, you're, you're kind of invisible as a brand. And, and I'm not trying to say that in a mean way, but you just get so much out of it now because there is nothing else for you to go and, and essentially be in front of, I mean, what is, what was the final result? Nine, 10,000 individual people that, you know, are kind of there on any given day. Like that's yeah. huge, you know? And, and yeah, just at the SageNet, it was, uh, Justin, and correct me if I'm wrong, it was all close to 17,000 in terms of when you add up the, the total days, right? Yeah. With attendees and or spectators and athletes, it was 17,000. Like, I mean, easily. I mean, and that's not counting the the people from Tulsa that just come to check check it out each year. That's right. just our racers, just their family. Seventeen thousand individual opportunities to you, you sort of promote your brand or to get something. I mean, that's huge. That's huge. I mean, I don't even know if 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 Interbike had that effect on BMX. Mind you, BMX was such a small little nugget. Justin, you were still in diapers when Interbike was going on. You probably don't even know what's yeah. you know what it was, but. You know, it, it again, if you're not there as a brand, I it's kind of shame on you in in a way, you know. Yeah. Well, and I try to explain to some of the new brands that come, they're like, Yeah, I'm gonna do a you know 10 by 10 or 10 by 20. I'm like, dude, you're just gonna get lost. You know, there's so much there and stuff so big. I go, no, you know, people aren't gonna, you know, obviously we do the the map that we post up and and people use it and everyone's excited to see their name and logo on there and all that, you know, but you know, literally, if people are just walking around, there's there's so much. You know, there's so much. Um, but yeah, it's um, you know, like I said, it's it's you know, come a long way from our first year there in 1998 for sure. You know, and um, it's you know, it's you know, we we've built it into what we thought it it could be and is. You know, and it's you know, like I said, it's like talking with some of the the brands that were there you know, that way it was their first time. They were just like, yeah, we got, you know, we got to do a bigger booth next year. You know, we got to have more stuff people look at And And the, the way the racing community works too, a, a lot of racers own bike shops, you know? So, you know, the person you're talking to could be 
the same guy that's going to call you on Monday and order stuff for his shop, you know, and there's, there's distributors there. There's, you know, obviously, you know, so many brands themselves, you know, that, that sell, you know, sell, sell direct or sell through distributors, but, you know, there's distributors there. There's, you know, distributors from different parts of the world, bike shop owners from different parts of the world. You know, there's a lot, a lot, a lot going on. And, you know, a couple people, I was teasing them there, like, you know, when are you going to have time to meet? I go, well, let me get you on my interbike schedule. You know, I got, you know, I got, you know, <laughs> you know, it's just like those days. It's like, okay, I'll be over there at two, you know, and I'll, and we can hang out in a half hour because then I got to meet with this person. And, yeah. you know, so it's, uh, yeah, just, just a lot of that going on. I met a lot of first timers, a lot of first timers. And, Oddly enough, I talked to a lot of people that were just going to do the rock. Oh. They became to do the rock, you know. And I was like, I, I, I mean, to me, I, it was, it was odd the way I grew up. I'm like, the rock's like, it's cool, but it's like the warm up race for like, like, like the real one, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know. But I mean, that's just a testament to the way our state series is is grown and working around the country as it's gotten so big and so many people are focused on you know uh you know the rock and the plate and all of that so um you know qualifying for it and you know there's some challenges with that each year because some of the cool guys don't really read up on stuff and don't 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 know how it works so locals are hard man locals are hard <laughs> i know i hate them <laughs> hey, hey Justin, I did have a, a lessons learned for us that that uh, we definitely have to our team's got to do better at next year. And this is the HQ team. So one of the things we were looking at was just staffing, right? So we had shut down the HQ for two of those days. Absolutely cannot do that next year. Okay. Um, one of the mornings <laughs> I was here, I was the only one here. Um, got a quick note. Some of the guys had uh, the jackets actually were being shipped, so they're like, "Hey, can you wait for the jackets to bring them?" I said, "Yeah, absolutely." Well, as I'm sitting at that front desk, families are coming in to check out the Hall of Fame. And, I, you know, Jesse, you're probably too young for this, but you know, vacation where they show up to Wally World. It's like, sorry, yeah. we're closed. We're closed. <laughs> yeah. Like no, absolutely. Hi. yeah. These Hi. kids are trying on the door. They're crying. You know? oh. So I, I opened the door and I said, come on in. You know, um, yeah, it was interesting. At one point, uh, the team called and they said, hey, you know, what, what's your ETA? And I said, the boxes aren't here yet. And I said, I've got 50 people in the hall of fame, like right now. So yeah, yeah just things like that. You know, we, we didn't know. Um, but uh, yeah, we're definitely going to have to keep this place open 24 um, seven during grands and, and even late night, because we, we had people at even at 10 o'clock at night that were, were coming. So we'll figure that out. But uh, that, that was, that was good to know. Speaking yeah, of people cool. trying to sneak in, it uh, I was I was the uh, the bouncer of which everyone can laugh at of the VIP section again this year, and it's it's incredible how people are still using the same tactics. So for the listeners out there, you either had a wristband or you got a hand stamp as your to to come in. But no matter what, everyone got a wristband. There were literally sixty year old men like licking their hands around the corner and trying to rub it on their homie's hand. <laughs> to get the stamp and I'm and I, you're sitting there looking at a guy and and I'm not going to say his name but you guys will know who could turn me into a pretzel he's a he's a former national champion he could turn me into a pretzel and I'm no thin small guy and and he was and I'm like dude 
it's this is not my first rodeo. And he goes, come on, homie, I can da 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 and try and butter me up. And I'm like, listen, if you're willing to give me a job, because I said, you know, you're one of probably not even joking, Shane, 75 people who try oh, yeah, to sneak in. You I know, and and I'm like, I I can't, I can't. I saw, I saw one group of five guys. One distracts Tony, and this was the best part. I saw the whole thing go down. One distracts Tony. The other four slip by, but they didn't see Scott, so they run in, and Scott runs around and catches them. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. So it was, but all to say, lessons learned on on the VIP. That was a huge success. First of all, how badass was it that we had the legends that we did down there? I mean, that was that was surreal. But I think next year we are going to take all the bleachers along that entire straightaway um, and we're going to block off the entire thing next year. Yeah. I really appreciate you calling me a legend. That's that's amazing. I'm so thankful for that's that's incredible. I can I can leave now. Just well, it was pretty gnarly to see like photos of of the VIP section. And it was, yeah, the foreground, the main subject was, you know, Gary Ellis or, or whoever. But then Bubba Harris is just chilling in the background. I'm like, dude, that's the guy. Like for yeah. me, that's that's the legend in that photo. Yeah, and he's just chilling on the bleachers, watching racing. Like, it's funny. Know in, in, photo, in one like... photo, there's 942 titles between yeah. Ellis and yeah, Bubba. We, we had we had you know if you counted like you know you had you know Gary Ellis, Lumberjack, you had Pistol Pete Lankarevich, you had Bubba, you had Sam, you know you had Joris's five in there. You know someone said Ronnie was there. I I never saw him. If I missed you, sorry, buddy. Um, <laughs> but, Lee's, uh, Kim Hayashi, Alice Jung was there on Friday. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I haven't heard yeah, that name. I was either. like, if you know, on on the men's side, if you added up all their titles, it was almost half of the cups. It was like one or two short of half. And then obviously on the women's side, at least has almost half because that was, I mean, how amazing is that? History made there five. Yeah. Five for Joris and ten for Elise. I mean, that's crazy. And Elise has been pro for seventeen years, over over half of her life, and she's won ten out of the seventeen. So much history on on that night. Plus, if you add in my ROC title, I mean, that's that's another. That's a lot. That's a lot. I, I, you know, again, legends. The legends continue. You should have. You should have done the parade lap, at, you know, last year, you know, past Rock One champions. We should have got you a bike and let you roll out, dude. I'm going yeah, to. man. I'm going to. Get you an e-bike, dude. <laughs> yeah. Shane, don't <laughs> laugh. Don't laugh. Don't <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, so what do you guys think is more impressive? Obviously, obviously they're both, like, insane. Um, but Your you hair. Think, Your hair is yeah. impressive. Thank you. Appreciate it. It is. Um, 10 cups for Elise or five cups with Joris? Dude, they're both monumental, man. Like in their own, like, like, how do you get 10 cups first and foremost? Right. How do you get 10 cups? Like 10 pro cups. Not even just exactly. That's my point. It's like, okay, so forgive my French. You're a badass, dude. If you, if you do that, you are certifiable, badass done. You have your place, but then, and then, but then you have like the level, and how do I say this correctly? There's, there's so many male participants, you know, that five cups is, I mean, two cups is insane. And yeah. then you have, and then you have five, right? Because, and again, that's not discounting the 10, 10, you're, you're, you're a legend. Like we all know Elise is a, a badass. She's, she rules like hands down, 
but five in that same breath is like holy crap like who's ever gonna do that again dude think about it like is this like the mcgrath thing you know mcgrath has so many supercross titles and and 72 wins are yeah. we who what other female and i'm not trying to discount them but what other female is going to get 10 pro cups and what other male has the potential to get five you know pro cups yeah. like yeah. Dude, that's i think it's Sorry. it's going to be it's unachievable i mean you Personally. can't and you know when you think about it you're like man i can't i can't count out a sixth and an 11th you know when you think of those two it right. wasn't like, oh man, they're getting a little long in the tooth, you know. I don't know, but um, you know, obviously it's you know getting you know Lee's had some challenges and probably had to work harder this year than some other years and made that you know big late season charge and all of that. And Joris was, you know, I, it was funny. Gmo and I were talking after Bakersfield. We're like, dude, if Joris wins the Rock, dude, yeah, it might be, he might be, he might get that fifth yeah. one. Oh, Gmo reminded everybody about that at the Christmas party on Friday. He, he's yeah. like, I predicted it. I said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just, no, it's, it was, and I, I think it all comes, you know, it, it put in perspective for me, you know, just I'm sure as it all did you, especially Wally with as much as you, you post. I, 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 I suck at posting. I post one time and usually I'm trying to, I'm trying to summarize something in, in, you know, in, in a very non-sophisticated way, how do you summarize something like that? You know, it was, it, I couldn't, I just sat there and just said, no. you know, it, it was just legendary on five, 500 different levels. Right. Yeah. Right. Or just badass. And you just show a photo of each of them. Like, and that's yeah, it. Just, like, right. like, how do you, well, how do you think I feel? I'm trying to choose the cover for this opening. I know. Month I, in the like yeah. Elise or Joris, like, yeah. And, 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 you know, what do I, I do. And and I also I, I want to give out a, a shout out too. I, I sit there and, and I think about, you know, and I look at this from you know we we obviously had had Barry on our podcast, and just as a a, a dude, right, and what, watching him get his hand readjusted and his his bones realigned, right. Him sitting here on Taco Tuesday before the race, just asking him how he's feeling, and he's like, ah, oh, you know, just trying to hold on to the bike, <laughs> and just dominates, right. So I mean that. There was just a lot of that this this yeah. I mean, just well, not, then, come to find out, Cam Wood, who won the men pro class, got knocked silly and you know yep. hurt his elbow thirty yep. you know a month before Grands. And, oh like, really? I didn't know that. Race. Yeah. Like wow. on Saturday he posted that. I'm like, that's just another one. Yeah. And yeah. She did the same thing. Yeah, Felicia was banged up too. Before. Like then crashed in the mains. Like all these all these pros are just gnarly. They're gladiators, oh, man. They're gladiators. I was yeah. I was also thinking again with the legends in the room, how cool was it that Pete, Pistol Pete, and Gary Elsa Lumberjack got to see Joris in person, like get five, you know, yeah. when they were all they all had four. So I was like, yeah. that's that's pretty amazing too. And of course Bubba was there and Sam with their three, and but being, you know, those the three of them, Joris, and you know, last year we had a video of them congratulating Joris on number four. And then, then the next year they're both in the building watching it happen. You know? That's actually a story for pool, Justin. Yeah. There you go. That's a story. I'm already on it, Tone. That's Stop. amazing. That is amazing. You're welcome. You are welcome, son. Well, yeah. And then, and then on the flip side of that, you know, you got that, you know, you got these young aspiring riders, right? DeSoto, I mean, representing, 
I mean, yeah. holy, I mean, that, like I said, it, it, there was just so much. Yeah. Yeah. Diamond, what, what, are, what did Lil. I miss? What did I, what did I, what you DeSoto, what did I miss there? Diamond, Diamond Lil, who won the girls' cruiser title, uh-huh. like basically yeah. three or four years ago, started in a racing league at DeSoto. Oh. In like, I think it was, they said three and a half years. She went three and a half years. League, racing league to holding the cup. You're yep. kidding me. She went on like an eight month streak of, only first motos, semis, mains. Like she did not lose a lap. Went into a new how, how amazing is that? Like, so amazing. that you got on one end of the spectrum on the female side, Elise, right? And then you have her. I mean, it's it was a how old is this girl? Was, She's got to be young, huh? Yeah, she was 11. I think 11. Yeah, 11. Yeah, what a great story. Oh, Pool yeah. magazine. God, but what, what an amazing it's, story. It's gonna be Pool a great magazine. place here in about two weeks, you know, Tone. <laughs> Everybody go check it out. <laughs> But so we on the amateur side to stick with with Diamond Lil. I mean, she was amazing. Then the uh, Colby Young from JNR won the, mm-hmm. the men's side of the cruiser title, and then we had two amateurs that are like the new hot shots. I th- I truly think. I mean, just from looking at them, you can see um, some correlations between current pros. I mean, Ava is like a spitting image of Elise when they ride. I think. Ava has a, a lot of power to gain, but she's she's got the work ethic. So she went back to back in the girls' uh, class for the amateur side, and then Drew Polk under Donovan's camp of LSG, he went for the amateur title, but he only got third. He got third in the race and still got the title. I mean, Shannon, have you do you remember when that happened the last time when no, someone no, didn't well, win the grands and they won the national well, title? I was talking to someone about that because they were like, man, he only got third. I go, no, he did what he had to do to yeah. win. I go, that that's all he had to do. And they go, I go, why? I And I referenced the year my buddy, Arizona guy, Jason Wharton, won the title in 1981. Mike Polson, all he had to do was get a third. Yeah. And he was from Utah and he was in second. And he's like, you know, I'm, I'm going for the win. Well, he washed out. And, you know, the title goes to Jason Wharton yeah. and, uh, you know, and his bike's in the Hall of Fame, by the way. So, uh, <laughs> and uniform and helmet and all that. So anyway, um, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of looked at it like he kind of played it smart and he got kind of tied up in the first turn a little bit and made, made it through some carnage and then was just kind of like, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily have to win this thing. I mean, obviously people want to, you, know, you they always want to go out with that stamp, you know, but I'm like, he did the work all year, you know, yep. he did, he did mm-hmm. what he had to do. That's what that's and, I was going to say. All his work during the year and, put him in a position to only have when to get I, when I talk to that person, I go, well, when his name's on the banner next year, it doesn't say, yeah, got third to win. Yeah. It just yeah. says you won it. <laughs> hey, is Ava turning pro? What, what's her deal? Is there any heads up on so, that? Here's, here's my breakdown of what I've heard in the pits. So, Ava just joined uh, Rockstar Rift Tangent, yep. new team. She'll be 17-20 halfway through the year. So she's going to oh, stay she, amateur. Is she only 17? She's 16, 16 right, right now. Holy right moly. Yeah, she rides like so, a lot more mature. You know what I mean? So Brianna Winter, wow. who's Rifts or who's Tangent's current 17-20, is making the jump to pro next year. Ah. And then Drew Polk going pro. Bunch of other dudes in 17-20 going pro. Cedric Cade is staying 1720 to do that class in juniors next year for UCL. One scope for the junior title. Gotcha. So 
I'd love to do a, uh, a a rookie if if I'm allowed to be in it because I know how you're protective you are of this stuff to do a little podcast on the rookie pros coming in and how just you just, just can't to compare learn. them to you. You just can't like no. You don't want to know like, about my rookie. I mean, you know, they're not winning more than rock. You know. Yeah, yeah. So back that was back amateur. In my day at the rock. That was amateur. Hey, hey. <laughs> Tony's like, hey, I didn't win the rocket in third. I'm just saying. No, that's right. That's right. Only W's in this house, son. Only W's. <laughs> you know what? I just completely forgot. What? Ava did not hole shot that mate. She got an oh, she awesome had a move for it, second didn't. turn down the third straight. Like that's right. She wanted that, and she had to win. Got it done. So shout out to Ava. Like that's that's that's, nice for a, yeah. that's cool. Back to back. So is the BMX Sharks team? I I don't want to go too much into, it, but are they still around next year or? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Dude, they won the bike shop title. That's um, cool. That's great. Going in for a big 2023. Uh, That's great. Yeah, man. They're you should know this. There's they're an advertiser of the magazine. No, I knew that. I just that don't. Time. I just didn't. I just wanted to make sure they were secure next year. I didn't have to take a drive up north. That's all. I was looking after you. I asked oh, okay. that as, as a friend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, you could, you know, team titles. Hey, Jane, you know, there it was their first. They've been close so many years. That's awesome for those guys. You had full tilt five years in a row. Five in a row. Yeah. Five in a row. My, you said we're going for six, going one for the thumb or whatever. The other <laughs> hand, you know, jumping a hand, yeah, <laughs> jumping a hand. So we'll, we'll see. Um, I heard, I heard the Netherlands call him a kid he's a seventeen twenty kid that i kept talking about going into the grands they kept talking about who's going to win seventeen twenty. i go ah man after oldsmar i go there's this another that kid's fast like i i see him i see everybody's got to beat that kid yeah jason nordham is his name yes yes so he is getting picked up by full tilt yeah a little breaking news he'll be he'll be uh-huh. jumping back and forth to the u.s to to race for jim and fritz so yeah interesting and- and Fritz told me he'll be in Vegas. So all you seventeen twenty guys, get ready. Ouchie. <laughs> so yeah, so I mean, what I mean, what a grands. Um, and we're here like a week later, you know, talking about twenty twenty three too, like in the in the office and everything. I mean, it just doesn't stop. Um, but <laughs> let's stop and look back. Favorite moment of twenty twenty two for everybody. For me, um, I mean, just pro- probably for me, it was the, the Hall of Fame banquet only because the headquarters was officially open um, and both our team, um, the smiles on our team's face internally um, and the Hall of Famers, I think, um, you know, it, it just kind of, I think that's when it, re- it really felt open um, and, and seeing that, but that, that would be my highlight. I have, I have two um the first one is fanboy getting to know Neek a little bit and kind of, you know, we all, we all fanboy from a distance or whatever like that, but getting to know him and seeing how cool he really is because that's a good guy, man, dude, he's, he's rad. Like he's amazing. And you just feel like he's real and genuine, you know? And, and so that always makes me happy. Cause I think, you know, that what's the saying, never meet your idol or it's something yeah. along those lines. Don't, so you want to meet your heroes, right? Your heroes. Yeah. You know, but, but he's, he's, he's a rad dude. And then, to Shane's point, you know, all the work that went into that, to that building on so many different levels, which it was, you know, you know, a gym or HOF or freaking catering or desks or, you know, whatever, like there was so much stuff that was kind of squeezed into a five pound bag, right? 10 pounds of stuff squeezed into a five pound bag to meet that goal. And that was awesome. Shane, I agree with you. That was awesome being at that 
kind of that opening going, holy moly, like this is amazing, you know? Yeah, Shannon, what about you? Um, I have same as some of the same thoughts as Shane, you know, on on that that front with the Hall of Fame and the ribbon cutting was awesome and along the lines of what Tony said. And let it be known, Neek will race a B main too. Let it be known. Yeah. So B main um, champ in Bakersfield. Yes, he was. Times two. Him and his brother <laughs> shows up for the podium and everything. Yeah. Um, but that's why he's the champ, man. That's why he's that's why he's the guy he is. So um I kinda I mean so many good things. All you know, all of like like Shane and Tony touched on, you know, the Hall of Fame, the ribbon cutting, the you know, the building. I, I gotta throw a shout out on the vintage race and show though, man. I go, that was it was cool, different. People had a good time. It was you know, for me on an event side, but you know, going to the freestyle ones and the race from on the event side, it was a little more, I don't want to say easy, but more chill event, you know, or fun. It, was it more fun? I have fun everywhere, you know, regardless, but um you sure it's different, you know, just just it's not as high stakes, you know, it's not as you know, how come that guy got more room than I got, and you know, this and that, and yeah. you know, this just different, different vibe. Um you know, it was cool to see some young guys race the vintage stuff too, not just all old guys, you know, and it was, uh, it was just cool, you know, and it was a different, you know, we built old school wooden jumps, Scott, Scott did that and just, you know, on, on the, on the asphalt and concrete and just, just different. And the show was amazing. There were so many cool bikes. I was, thank God I wasn't judging. It would have been too hard because there were so many cool, I'm like, they all win everybody. They're, they're all good, you know? So, um, yeah, you know, I, I really enjoy, I enjoyed that event a lot. It was cool. And we had the gala before that, which was another first, you know, that we, you know, like we said, every event we do, we learn from, take notes, make things better the next time, you know? So, um, yeah, you know, we're, we're definitely really good at doing that. So, so yeah, I mean that, and of course getting to hang out with Tony, I mean, you know, that's, that goes without of saying. course. 89 89 ROC champ. How about you, Jesse? What's your favorite? Um, so like like Tone, I got two. I mean, they're like race specific, but racing and the track vibes under the lights wherever you go are just fun. Like they remind me of like the local sessions you have at practice nights with your with your friends and everything. So one was the San Diego whole shot challenge. I mean, that was that event put on so well by Tyler Brown in San Diego and you know the live live stream crew came in we did social coverage on it um but then also I think it was Friday night in Bakersfield the pros had gone they'd already raced but it was all the ams and it was just like it was this perfect little bubble of the stands were filled everyone was lining around the track like it was such a good energy and non-stop just excitement for for those racers and it it wasn't the biggest race and it wasn't the smallest race it was just like a friday night pre-race that yeah. kids were going for it everyone was stoked for them like it was that was probably one of the, the coolest nights throughout the season for me and yeah. it was the last one too it was the last weekend like that's it kind of surprised me to feel the energy of that yeah it's cool to see Oldsmar back open and the improvement. I mean, yeah, it's hard to so many good things. I know it's hard. It's hard to pick just one. Yeah, yeah. Big boss man. 
What's going on in the future of USA BMX? Uh, 2023 is uh, the question is what's not going on, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I, in, in summary, I, I, you know, there's so many exciting things going on. As as you guys mentioned, uh, we'll just start here. The headquarters, we're finding out pretty quickly. This is kind of a, a great place to litmus test uh, new ideas. So <clears throat> certainly uh, starting some uh, new initiatives here, seeing how they how they do. And if they're getting traction and they're 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 running forward with them or, or or working, we're going to start implementing some of those nationally. So obviously that's good. That I know the the racing series is coming out hard and fast. So everyone's taking a quick breath, taking a quick uh, break over Christmas, and then we're back at it. Right, um, freestyle series uh, back at it with eight stops. Uh, but one of the big things we're doing this year is we're adding a jam session on Friday night. So. We're, Pretty excited about that. Uh, that helps engage a lot of the riders that don't necessarily want to compete um, or they're new to the sport. So we've seen a lot of the riders just kind of hanging out and watching, um, probably a little intimidated. So, uh, you know, we're, we're going to be engaging them. And then we're, you're going to see us more on the East Coast this year. So um, excited about that. More detail coming from Tony and the gang on that. Um, and then on our Stay Six series, again, going to uh, another eight, Eight uh, eight stops uh, for a national national series for that with the uh, the world championships ending up here at the HQ. So um, uh, the big news really is our, our foundation is gaining such big traction, and that really is a tide that raises all ships for the sport of BMX, whether it's freestyle or racing, because we're getting into a lot more schools. Um, we're we're hitting the schools. We're getting we're getting into underserved communities. We're getting more grants. So really excited to see where the foundation is going to go uh, this year. We're, we're building, we're continuing to expand on the team, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I could go on for an entire hour on that, on everything we've got going on, but that, that's it in a nutshell. So, um, yeah, the sport of BMX is, is growing. Um, and with Ethos and some of the new parks that we are actively uh, working on across the country, uh, we're implementing all of those facets into it as well. So I've been getting hit with a couple of questions about ethos. Like, mm -hmm. do you want to just give everyone just a quick rundown of, of what it is, what the goals are, <clears throat> and what's in the, in the yeah, sure. dream for it? Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> I guess uh, before I can tell you what it is, just a quick background, you know, so um, my background is architecture, construction, engineering. So, um, you know, that's actually how I met the team. Uh, so, um, you know, as part of this project was highly involved on the master planning architecture and then one the construction side of it, you know, so that's my background, um, plus a passion for BMX, right? So um, as we are moving forward, as other cities look at Tulsa um, and, and some other facilities in terms of, and, and see the benefits of BMX, uh, whether it's racing, freestyle, pump, or the foundation, you're starting to see parks understanding the benefit of all of those. They're wanting facilities like this, right? So we've had several uh, municipalities, mayors, city councilors come to visit the new HQ this year. Um, but as these cities want facilities, um, we are now doing those in-house uh, with, with our uh, team experience, both from the operational side with Billy Allen's experience on the track building side, obviously with our team's experience on the operational side, you combine that with my portfolio, uh, with the sports side and architecture, engineering, construction. <clears throat> We're just doing it in-house. Um, I think that keeps the quality assurance up uh, high. Uh, We're not educating design teams across the country that have never done this before on uh, how to do this. It's it's uh, 
our, our, our riders, our families, and our, our racers deserve the, deserve the highest quality uh, and standards, right? So that's what we're doing. Um, and it's rolling. It's, it's rolling aggressively. And of course, one of the things we want to do is empower uh, a lot of our, our, our BMX families that are in that business. So as that continues to grow, we're going to try to make sure that we're, we're getting people plugged in, in in the right spots when we can't handle it um, because it's, it's, it's growing fast. Absolutely. We all love a new track to ride, all of a new park to, to session. So. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Um, Tony, anything you're excited about on the freestyle side or your HQ side for 2023? You know, a lot of, like, I think Shane alluded to a lot of it. I mean, I think uh, with the freestyle side, we, I, I don't, I, I don't want to say it. We've just really listened a lot more and, and Shane brought up a great point and maybe there are some riders out there who are a little intimidated in, you know, riding a competition. So how do we um, kind of uh, engage with those riders and offer them something? That's where the, the, the jam sort of session on Friday nights came in. I'm really excited about that because that's kind of for everyone and they still get to be a part of USA BMX freestyle, but you know, you can almost kind of come in and test the waters and go, Oh my God, that was fun. And they meet a bunch of friends and we all know what's going to happen, right? Those kids are going to want to stick around and do the, and hang out with the homies and, or the homets, you know what I mean? And, and just um, compete the next day too, probably in some, or go to the next event. So I think it's great just to sort of introduce uh, what we're doing, which is really, really positive uh, on the freestyle side. Again, it's something that's never been done here in, in America at, at this length, at this capacity. So um, that's, that's exciting. And I think with the, with the facility, um, it's just, you know, it's really sort of showing people how amazing this facility is. And I think it's kind of, sometimes it's hard. You heard Shannon say something um, about the Hall of Fame. It's hard to understand how amazing that Hall of Fame is until you go and see it, right? It, pictures don't do it justice. Well, you know, the, the same thing. I walked through um, a few pros and, and, you know, the Holland guys and, friends from New Zealand and Australia and, and, you know, a few other countries. And I walked them through uh, a couple of times and they're like, we had no idea. Like this place is amazing. It's just like, I'm like, yeah, dude, it's one-stop shop. And here's the coolest thing. And we take them into the gym and I'm like, you see that skyline. And, and it was like the perfect time, dude, the sun was coming down. You see the silhouette, you, you know what I mean? And it was just like, like oh. yeah, it was, it was like, yeah, yeah. Like you know, time golden hour on them. It, it, it was, you know, it's like, shit, we, yeah, we need to start doing. Yeah. Yeah. We need to start doing walk. Sunset between. tours. Yeah. Okay, sunset tours. No, but it was, I'm like, look at that. Like da da da. And I'm like, I can take you guys out to dinner or, you know, adults for a beer or whatever in two minutes. Like, and you can have your pick and you, what, you know, what do you want? You want a, a rad steak? You want Mexican? You want pizza? You want, and it's all right there. And, and I think it's getting that point across. And I think what's going to help with that is we, we launched a, a pilot program this year called the Connor Fields Experience. And what it started out as is Connor wanted to give back to the industry a little bit and, and um, doing a clinic. But for me, it's like clinics are just so boring and the, everyone does them and, and no disrespect to the guys out there doing them because I know they all have a place, but I wanted to make it an experience and not one day I wanted it to be a little bit longer. So I kind of went back to Connor and said, how do we have you for a week? And he, you know, started laughing and he goes, well, you're gonna have to babysit me joking around or whatever. But so we created an experience that included the before mentioned Taco Tuesday. Connor trained the kids for three hours on a Monday um, classroom settings on, you know, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, on a Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, 
every single day there was something for these people to do and they and they got individual time with connor and picking their brain his brain and asking like what's your greatest you know and how did you get here and how'd you overcome that and what should my mindset be and so going back to your your question in, in regards to the building i see a lot more of these experiences happening with that building because it is one-stop shopping there's no excuses you know we, we've got the gym we've got classrooms We've got, you know, an, an amazing downtown area. If you're over BMX and you want to go hang out, I can drive you five minutes down the road to, you know, the gathering place and you can have a coffee and go ride a pump track or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's probably launching a few more of those experiences. And then of course, inviting anyone else who, you know, wants to use the facility for, for training or whatever, you know, as, as well and, and make it their home as well. Because that's what it is. It should be a home base for, whoever wants it as a home base, right? Yeah. Shannon, you and I, our 2023 starts in like two weeks. Yeah. Three weeks. So, yeah. <laughs> but That's I don't my... think people realize how much work goes in. You know, you're done recovering from grams and it's like right away. Okay. Get, get stuff ready for Vegas. I mean, yeah. and this is the final Vegas um, for the coming futures. So, I mean, what's on what's on your workload? Just prepping in for January fourteenth, I think. Um, well, a lot. Obviously, I'm I'm scheduling all of the vendors. Well, first, let me back up. My my favorite question I've gotten always over the years is, well, what's your normal job? What do you do when right. you're not? <laughs> what do you do outside of this? I'm like, no, this is it, man. I, I live it, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it never it like we say it never it, it never ends it's always it's always moving so um you know obviously um with vegas coming up um obviously we launched all the stall stuff um i have to deal with a lot of stuff for that i'm scheduling vendors for all next year i sent out that stuff yesterday for those guys to sign up for all next year and a lot of uh at the grands a lot of you know, some of my contracts are up basically, but, you know, so I'm working on a lot of that stuff, contracts for sponsorships, contracts for, you know, any kind of uh, media advertising from our magazine to social, you know, all, all that stuff kind of comes to an end. And that's why I have a lot of like grands is kind of like my, as we keep talking about the old, my old interbike meetings, a lot of that stuff goes down. So a lot of it's, you know, you talk there, touch base, put agreements together and get them over to them. Some I have multi-year deals. So those are always nice because you just move straight forward and, you know, everything moves ahead. But it's, uh, yeah, a lot of that, um, you know, we just, yeah, I mean, there's 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 so much to work on for that. A lot of, uh, you know, I, mean, I, I you know, like. I, I had people emailing me about space for the Virginia race at the grands, you know, I'm like kind of laughing, like, can we, you know, take a day off? Can we just finish this year? <laughs> and then, <laughs> then we'll get to that. And there are people are asking me about the Vegas stalls at the grands. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's like next month. No, <laughs> you know, it's like, let's just get, let's finish 2022 with a band. And it's like, that's a January problem. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm like i'm not i'm still i'm trying to finish the rock man and then we go grand, then we get then we go to vegas and then we go to virginia and then we go to but i get it people are excited and you know it's good and it's good you know people are super excited and you know i, I you know 
again, touched on, I had so many, I had a lot of emails, you know, a couple I forwarded on to Shane and Ray, you know, from people about, you know, like, Hey, you know, here's what some people said, you know, about the weekend. And, you know, so many people just said, you know, thank you. Or man, you guys work so hard or, you know, it's just, you know, I always joke like, man, I don't, I don't know how to take that. You know, we don't, we don't get that a lot. So. <laughs> Can you just be mean to me again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we appreciate everybody coming out and everybody supporting us and, you know, giving us a, you know, I always thank people. Hey, they say, Hey, thank you. I'm like, well, thanks for coming, you know, because if you don't come, you know, we don't get to do, do the events. So, you know, we enjoy it, but yeah, lots going on, you know, freestyle, we're planning for that. And Tony D's going to get me to schedule any day now. So we can, any uh, day now, Tony. Uh, we can start hitting that hard and Jane, you want to come in and help me with that one or are you just gonna sit there with your joker <laughs> face and and let me Tony, get what, what is taking you so long come thank on, you okay based Tony, off of that like, right there we i'm shake, deflecting i am shaking deflecting his head like tony man he's always balling us up man <laughs> tony. no but um yeah i mean there's there's so many moving parts that you know i don't want to say people don't realize but there is uh you know, grand, grand strips me out like this year. There's literally people, you know, I'm, you know, I'm thinking in my head, okay, I'm the guy that goes there that marks out everything before everybody gets there. And there's race families on the plane with me going to the grand, going yeah. to Tulsa. I'm like, why are they here already? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I go, it's, it's Friday. Setup isn't till Tuesday. Well, Shannon, yeah. the, the cool thing is now, now for next year, you're like, you're going to be like, I can send them to HQ yes. <laughs> to burn them that way. Yeah. Let me give you Tony D's cell number. He'll give you the sun, sun the sunset, the sunset tour. tour and uh, take you to a baseball game and get your <laughs> I'll do the sunset tour and and some pizza. That's my deal. It'll be the Tony D experience. <laughs> and and everyone, everyone's in bed at seven forty-five. Yeah, and you, you get yeah. To, you don't have to get up till eleven a.m. You know. Here we go. <laughs> These guys work hard one weekend, and suddenly it's freaking. You get, you get oh. a box of the, the, the extra toasty Cheez-Its. <laughs> yeah. And pop tarts and Red Bull. <laughs> we love tony we make fun of him a lot but it's i'm, it's, I'm the only one that didn't get sick on extra toasty cheez it's cherry pop tarts <laughs> and red bull you guys do the math well if i got 10 hours of sleep a day i'd probably be all right <laughs> <laughs> i was running on four about four, four at night. Yeah. Yeah. and then waking up to cold water and not being able to take a hot yeah. shower Talk about a, a shower that wakes you up, man. Thank, thank, thank you, Hyatt Regency, for that one. Oh, man. I was like, hey, next, next year, I'm going to offer Kemp Tough Love hot showers. You guys can pull tickets, get a number. You guys can swing by the house on the way. I'm so, getting a, I'm putting a cot at HQ. I know they are. <laughs> yeah. I was so get, happy. I was so more happy sleep. I lived in Tulsa when I heard you yeah. guys get hot water. I was like, yeah. I'm sleeping in my own bed. I have my own shower, like. Hey, awesome. it was it, it was funny hearing the nicest guy in the world, Neek, say, "Oof, You're like he like he doesn't complain, <laughs> as we all will know." No. And he was he was on he was at our hotel, and he was like, "No hot water, how?" how? Like he was confused. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> "How?" And I'm like, "Dude, dude, I don't know." And he goes, "But isn't this the busy time of the year?" And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> And they're doing maintenance. And he's asking me, why are they doing maintenance? I'm like, I, I don't know, dude. 
Like I'm, I don't work. Like I don't. <laughs> Justin, I was mortified when Tony fanboyed out on Nick and was like, "Hey, will you squat me? I mean, just squat me ten times, please." Oh just my god! <laughs> like stop. Well, no, you stop. didn't. Okay. okay, it wasn't ten times. I asked him to squat, squat me twice. It's a big deal. It's a big, big deal. That is a big deal. <laughs> it is a big. And I and I fanboyed out more on Gary Ellis. To be honest with you, I hadn't seen him in 181 years, and that was. Um, that was humbling at, when, when Gary walked into the Hall of Fame or into the vestibule and he looked at me and he said, thank you for having me out. And he said, I'm so nervous right now <laughs> because yeah, I haven't that. been to Grands in 25 years. 25 years. Yeah. yeah when's the last time he came to Grands without like a title on the line or God, dude, <laughs> like, like, worrying about someone oh, taking him out. Like, Shane told me that story. And I'm like, this is coming from the man who literally was probably like the mentally strongest racer known to mankind i mean he was a mental monster yeah. and here he is like outside hq going i'm so nervous We're like what <laughs> well he, he, he did tell me he, he is he's transferred some of that some of that in the bmx racing to being a father he had some great one-liners he has told his he's got two daughters he has told their boyfriends and i'm like you need to write a book dude because those are amazing yeah <laughs> Yeah, it was it was awesome seeing him. I saw him over, you know, I went over and he was hanging out with Biggie over at the Yoshi Pits and uh you know, uh obviously you got us together cuz you know, you had some meetings or whatever and um saw him. Yeah, gave me a big old hug and I was like, you know, man, it was and it was just funny so many people are like, "Dude, that's the lumberjack, man." <laughs> Yeah, it is, man. <laughs> yep. hey, hey, like, it's really him, you know. Side yeah. note, side note on the Yoshimura pits. Did anyone else get the uh the VP gas headache from Jet the, Jet the Jet Lawrence bike was gnarly. Oh my god. That was so dude. Cool. I was in there trying to like <clears throat> geek out on it. And I'm like touching stuff that you normally can't touch on a factory bike, and that is in the most unperverted way known to mankind for you listeners. <laughs> and dude, it in there's not an ounce of of liquid in that so there was no oil there's no gas there's no nothing in that bike it literally is it's the it's the replica bike and it's just been drained right that thing was oozing vapors of vp and i remember shane coming back going god i've got the gnarliest <laughs> headache and i'm like where were you he goes i was just i was just checking out jet's bike for about a half an hour and i'm like bingo or yeah. i don't even know if it was a half an hour it could have been less but, and you know you're a big yeah. deal when but that, jet yeah. lawrence's bike in the same pit is like I will talk about that later. Gary Ellis, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was cool that that he was able to make it and you know come back and you know I I don't sometimes I don't think some of those guys realize how much they did impact people you know because they're like in it and you know <clears throat> just, you know the the legacy that they left or you know things of you know you know I. I realize that I realize that a lot with on the Hall of Fame side when you have like Brian Foster, you know, he was just like, I don't. It's like he didn't realize how much I'm like, dude, you you changed the way people rode. I mean, people changed this bike setup. I mean, you know, he had just no, no mm-hmm. real, you know, didn't really realize how much they impacted. Like, he changed the way people, you know, the style, you know, style people rode and just the different things, you know. And, uh, you know, they kind of, kind of get some of that from the people and, you know, some of them are like, yeah, it kind of weirds me out. You know, they like know more about me than, uh, than like I do, 
you know <laughs> they're like you know it's kind of you know and they're like I, I had no idea you know that I had left such an impact it was just kind of like they're in it they race all the time and they're oh cool my photos in the magazine cool you know that was four races ago you know or whatever you know so yeah it's cool that you know I think you know Gary obviously knows in his head all the things he won but I don't know like people are just going dude it's the, like the lumberjack it's the real guy you know, you're like, yeah, it's him. You know, Connor met, you know, he's like, man, you know, I've been wanting to meet you. You know, it's cool. So, so yeah, who are we bring in next year? No, that's a surprise. I'm going to, I, I, uh, I think I'm going to do this every year. I've just, I, and I'm not going to announce it. <laughs> so, yeah, good. good. It's cool. gonna be like a surprise. I'll, I'll already be there, dude. I'll bring yeah. the plate next time, though. Yeah. It's fine. That's yeah. <laughs> fine. Save, save some money. I'll just, right. I'll bring the plate. <laughs> Make on sure to get your headshot, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool guys all right yeah, i mean what a year congrats congrats congrats, congrats to, to you guys special thanks yeah. to you everybody who's not on this podcast that's on our team right absolutely yeah, yeah a lot of unsung, unsung heroes for sure yep yep for sure for sure it's a it's a machine as as uh, shannon mentions it there so uh, just appreciate you guys very much